get your facts straight. Is this a bunch of crap? Stop, I'm sick of your bullshit. What kind of music you like? Ask me if I give a shit. <laughs> That's wrong. I think the shit's about to hit the fan. I got better things to do than saving the world's asshole. everybody welcome to another episode of the silver emotion podcast i am your host my name is will and i am steven joining as always yes here we are once again for another episode today we're talking about an anime series uh the first season i guess uh yeah that was uh Several years before the second yeah season, yeah there they, was a they big gap between the two yeah they were made as independent things <coughs> so we uh, are, are watching them as the same in, in one independent thing so uh, this thing <laughs> that is independent is called Gunslinger Girl is it is yeah. it girls or girl you're, you're just girl I don't know just why girl. It's, it's singular gunslinger but girl but there are multiples there, there are more than one yeah there's a lot of gunslinger girls there so. is a I guess there's a focus on the main girl but even that's kind of it, it drifts from her pretty regularly it does so. it does so yeah gunslinger girl uh, no relation to dark towers gunslinger <laughs> <laughs> oh it would be interesting to have uh Roland appear in uh, this version of Rome, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I guess it could happen, but you know, walk through some gateway into yeah to this bizarre gunslinger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not outside the realm of possibility in terms of uh, robotics and all the other things that that intersect with gunslinger with the Dark Tower. Yeah, so, but yeah, not really a any direct parallels to no, speak of no and we didn't plan it because of dark tower or anything it just <laughs> sort of lined up one of these things yeah just uh, you know just these things happen yep just heard a noise over there <laughs> like some fucking rats or something <laughs> your uh, your note to yourself is trying to escape oh okay or i don't know man. whatever just... that little slip of paper over there I hear noises like that, and I just immediately go to fucking rodents, and I just, you know, I get, I scare myself because I don't like, I don't like rodents. Uh, I don't know, they're fucking, they're coming for me. <laughs> That's my yeah. first immediate thought. Like, oh shit, they're here. <laughs> Today's the day. <laughs> they got it out for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say that I was attacked, but, but when we first moved here, I was. Uh, we we had uh, rodents in the house, and mm-hmm. one uh, I was in the bathroom and with bare feet, and one l- was on my foot. It just like climbed on my foot, and I was like, motherfucker, and I got <laughs> so scared. And uh, so ever since then, I mean, I've been scared of them before that, but ever since then, I sort of I hear a noise, and I just immediately think, oh shit, <laughs> they're back. <laughs> The revenge of the rodents. Yeah, I don't. I, it's not like a, a concrete thought or fear. It's more of just like a, oh shit, and I 
you know, in a kind of I enjoy scaring myself sort of horror movie way, but right. there is a there. It's scary because there is a real fear underneath that. Mm. Um, because if they do come back, then it's like, oh fuck, I got to deal with that again. Yeah. Uh, but that yeah. has nothing to do with uh, rodents, other than the fact that this is in set in Italy for some reason. Yeah. And there's uh, the, the the rats in the Indiana Jones series uh, are also in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a connection. <laughs> yeah, we fucking connect in all kinds of stuff here. Uh. <laughs> but uh, oddly. You know, I don't know. I, I guess anime can be set anywhere it wants to be, but right, I right. just it, traditionally it's don't think of it. Typically, kind of set in Japan, but yeah, not always. There's some uh, that tends to branch out from time to time. Yeah, so this threw me for a loop. We're in Italy, and I thought maybe it would just start there and then return to Japan, but nope. Whole thing. Yeah, I'm uh, I don't know. It's not entirely weird. sure why, other than maybe just a, a generalized mafia feel. Yeah, but I'm not I mean, sure why either, other than just the uh, to add a, a different sort of atmosphere to it right. than, than other sort of guns in Japan thing. You know, like so that it's not like a traditional Yakuza thing. It could be its own thing. I don't right. know. Right. But other than that, I don't think that there's any real reason why it has to be italy yeah it's it's just for flavor which, yeah which is fine yeah Flavor's which is good. which is fine i mean i if, if it was if it was not in italy i wouldn't uh, have taken note of it as as, a, as an especially interesting thing or whatever right. so it would just be like okay here we are in japan all right japanese people are attacking each other all right <laughs> classic yakuza all right but here I was uh, sort of taken back. So yeah, gives a different take on it. Different. Uh, yeah, and and it it does use that with uh, characters from different European countries. It does. There's it some does. French characters or German characters. Yeah, and, right. and that does have some interplay in the story of. Yeah, they they go into that stuff and they bring in. Uh, I remember there's like art on the walls and shit and it, I don't know it just seemed like yeah, like it's it European art and yeah Beethoven it seemed like comes it, it uh, picked Italy for just the the artistic uh, architecture and yeah just yeah as if the whole thing was just hanging around and near the Vatican or something with just like yeah all the trying to be all pretty with bright and sunshiny. Right, and that, balmy that, Mediterranean days. And <laughs> yeah, they go to the beach and stuff, and it's a very Italian sort of Mediterranean beach and stuff. So yeah, it does. It has its flavor, which yeah. I liked. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So, gunslinger girl. What are the gunslinger girls of this? Well, they're little girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're not just little girls. <laughs> They are cyborg little girls. Cyborg who have been little girls rescued from horrific uh, situations or yeah. imminent death from medical concerns. Yeah, disease or, or violence. Or yeah, whatever. car accident, whatever. I don't. All kinds of things. Just and then uh, retrofitted with cybernetic. All kind. I mean, I thought it was just a little bit here or there, but then at the one episode, they're talking about fucking like 
fiber muscles being like implanted and all kinds of crazy yeah, shit. Was, was like, oh my some, god! Someone in there somewhere said I forget what the percentage was. He said, but it was some percentage of them are just cybernetics now. Like it was, I think it was like over fifty percent. Like sixty oh, percent of their body is like oh, replaced man. by machines. So they're shit, like Darth so. Vader, you know? He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> more machine than man. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh they don't look like machines though no no they they apparently uh kept them with normal human skin or uh, some kind of uh yeah or an approximation of that right and they don't really show any kind of robot traits outwardly other i mean there's a there's a couple of parts where they're like strong or they're yeah running they, really fast or whatever they have some but superhuman there's capacity they don't ever show like Oh, this girl's got a robot eye. <laughs> right, right. And, you it's know, never, she's like zooming in or whatever. You, you never get like the Terminator where it's no, like no screen. Yeah. Yeah. No uh no gouged out eye to see the camera lens inside. Right. Below. No Yeah, they never do anything. No like that. slicing off the skin to show Arnold's crazy oh cyborg arm. My favorite fucking scene <laughs> as a kid of, of any movie. I fucking loved that. I thought it was real. It looks so good. It's like, oh my god, Arnold is the Terminator. <laughs> I fucking it's so good. He rips his he he cuts his skin, he rips it off. He's got a a, a fucking uh metal skeleton i don't know he's terminator i guess yeah, yeah that was a, <laughs> a pretty damn good scene yeah, yeah. it's fantastic it's fantastic <laughs> oh my god it blew me away i have since seen through the effect i know how it's done but i don't i, I like to not right think right. about it too much because yeah, it's still amazing it looked very yeah. good yeah it's still fucking great uh <laughs> But yeah, they don't they don't yeah, really that, do anything like that here. I think there was there was like one of the earlier episodes showed some of like the artificial muscle in a tray before it was surgically implanted or something. Oh, okay, I, think. I don't but remember it was, that. It was like at some point when they were doing surgery or something, and and yeah. some of the stuff in the oh, okay. environment you could, if you were like really looking for it, you could go, oh, he's like got this thing that's probably okay part of this site. But even then, it didn't really look. It was. It wasn't like this piece of machinery. It was yeah. more like some kind of uh, fiber muscle replacement. Like it. It. Yeah, I forget what they called them. It was something where they were like describing the muscle, and it was like, oh, it's fucking carbon fiber or whatever. It was. Yeah, I don't think it, it was that, but. Yeah, it's not. So even what little we did see of it was not like the terminator where it's clearly a freaking robot made out of metal right like this was some kind of synthetic uh flexible plasticky something that right i, I get the the impression <clears throat> that uh this is for a reason because <laughs> they're they're little girls and there's supposed to be recognizable as only a little girl and then right. they like can infiltrate all yeah, kinds of that's, things. that's definitely used a yeah. few times as the strategy of right. seeming like the harmless like, little oh, girl. It's just a little girl who can, you know, <laughs> break your neck in a in half a second. But, yeah. Uh, Did they show them going through any metal detectors or anything? Because I imagine. When I, when I don't think they ever showed anything. Like I don't that. think they yeah. did, but I thought when they were talking about the fiber muscles and stuff, I thought, oh, that maybe that's, you know, yeah, they can, like, yeah. oh, they can get through fucking airport security. <laughs> with yeah, their, maybe that's a, a, a reason. 
Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, that's a... It would make sense. And I feel like they could make some kind of uh, uh, CPU chips or whatever with, like, a limited amount of metal. They could use, like, silicone or something. Right, that wouldn't... uh, show up yeah uh, i don't know detector. especially you know, it's a fucking anime about shit like this they, right they right do whatever the fuck they want so right and and it's i mean i guess you gotta throw this into the sci-fi category but it's oh, for sure. definitely nowhere's near a hard sci-fi in any way shape or form. no i it, mean it's sci-fi but it's it's like that's part of the almost part of the backdrop <laughs> it's not really uh yeah, it's I just, mean it's it's part of everything that it's this more thing is built the, on, uh, but it's just the foundation. Yeah, it's it's always in the background of uh, yeah. how it actually functions is never really discussed. It's just it does function, right? Um, and you just have to go along with it. Yeah, which is fine. It's, right, right. It's it's not so much about the fact that they are cyborgs as it is just. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's about the fact that they are cyborgs, but it's also about the fact that they're it, part not cyborg. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 more about like the emotion and yeah of of the characters than their physical situation. Right, but, but the I emotion mean, surrounding them being like cyborgs being yeah, used for a purpose a, and stuff. It's more like of that. a character study than yeah. Uh, it is than a, a science-driven narrative or something. It's, it's yeah, no, there's not really any science. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they don't even. I mean, some sh- wacky sci-fi shit happens, but it's not driven by science at all by yeah, any means. It's just it's the justification for putting the girls in this situation right, in which right. they wanted to study the characters as they are. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and so that took me by surprise in that I was expecting more of a uh, story-based sort of plot sort of thing, and this is more of a character thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very different kind of thing from the usual assassin story. Yeah, I mean, is there is there really a story? I mean, there's it's, kind of a story. I mean, obviously things happen, and then right, other things happen after it. It's but. really, it does not have just this overarching plot that gets completed at the end. Right, it's, it's just... It's, there's maybe yeah. a couple of episodes that uh, rely on each other, but... Yeah, there are, but but even those... It's just a few little things here and there. And yeah, it's... it's um, mostly it can all just be taken on its own. For the most part, yeah. They all, I don't know, they all kind of complement each other overall in the, in the, in the, how are we as gunslinger girls dealing with this on a personal right. level, but. Yeah. They don't. But there's, there's no like, oh, here's this villain we're going to have to take no, out. No, there's no. no like consistent like thing they've got to accomplish that they accomplish at the end or something. Right. It's just. I do. They they're like, they kill a lot of people, and and I feel like those people are probably related at some level. <laughs> some of those people, I didn't pay too much attention to who they were or whatever, but I remember there were a few names being thrown around, and there was some like, 
some faction that was named that I don't remember. Yeah, there was some terrorist group they keep the yeah. button heads with. And so, you know, at some level they're <laughs> fighting the good fight. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 certainly weird and I mean there's there's maybe not a lot, but there there's other assassin anime out there and Okay. Certainly, other assassin things outside of anime, and well, for sure, yeah. And it's this is kind of unique in that it's it's almost lighthearted. Like it's not really happy fun times, but it's yeah, I know what you it's mean. It's not like like any other assassin show or movie or whatever. It's like it's dark and gritty, and like oh, we're doing this horrible stuff, and oh, we've got yeah, like. And this is just kind of like, I mean, the assassin stuff is just like the cyborg stuff. It's just kind of in the background almost. It's it it again is right. not the focus. Yeah, just like the even, science isn't the focus. Even it's the like, killing is very, like it's done, but it's not necessarily emotional. It's just kind of all these yeah, random people getting mowed down. And shit. <laughs> I mean, there there's that one part where the, in that one episode where the the girl meets the the like a bellhop boy oh, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and so like that killing is emotional but, but it's a it's a specific thing in the series not and and kind of deliberately showing you how it's not emotional in a way yeah yeah like it's kind of it's like the most emotional killing in there maybe well maybe not the most but it's it's one of them yeah it, it, and yet its entire point is to show you just how detached from it they are. Yeah. And it's almost more emotional for the viewer than it is for the people involved with it. Yeah, I know I was sad. I mean, <laughs> poor kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just, yeah, but, but yeah, the cyborg brain, they don't give a shit. Yeah. It's doing their thing. Yeah, and so its it's got this very unique mood to it that it is unique that you're you, you know usually this assassin stuff everyone's all depressed or it's all it's it's serious business it's, here yeah. we, we got to like yeah know. i don't know anything about like anime assassins i don't know that i've seen i mean i probably have cuz i'm sure it comes up a, a lot but uh just in terms of general assassins <laughs> there's usually yeah it's like an assassin like okay i'm going to do the classic criminal movie where it's like gotta do one last job <laughs> and i'm trying to get out of this game yeah it's some it's, shit like that there, there's still stuff like that in anime and yeah maybe not quite so much the one last job but i mean there's there's <laughs> yeah well the, you know it's i, I imagine in a series it's like yeah, let a me series do, can't really do let one me do last 14 job. last jobs <laughs> yeah, <it's> sort of, <laughs> but you know there is always this kind of this this arc of just, it's it's all dark and dreary and the guys are miserable and just right, trying to get through and and these girls are very cheerful and and yeah they're detached they're they're cyborgs you know and i gotta say like the the opening credits just kind of sums up the mood yeah so <laughs> perfectly of just like okay hey, we're shooting guns and oh, yeah we're going doing some grocery shopping and <laughs> oh, we're shooting some more guns and oh, we're just <laughs> chilling out on a chair and the <laughs> Yeah, they are. The song even is is a uh, relatively lighthearted. And yeah, it's. I didn't watch the opening credits much. Usually, I I I 
make a point to like okay i'm watching the opening credits to any tv show but mm -hmm. this time i really didn't like the songs uh, <laughs> so i was just like okay i just need to <laughs> get let's go on to the you know i just need to watch the episode so i i watched it a couple times but yeah i'm not super familiar with the the openings i just remember that the songs being upbeat sort of yeah it's kind of I don't know, it's, it's just like, the song just fits the mood of the series, yeah. whether for better or for worse, in, in terms of musical uh, Yeah, quality, the songs are fine, but it's just not, I didn't like it, personally. Yeah, it, it just kind of, it, it's just light and airy, and yeah, kind of laid back, and... Yeah, like, even at the end of the credits, it's like, a girl, like, jumps in midair, and it's Yeah, like she's just like, yeah! I'm jumping, you know, because you don't generally jump when you're depressed, <laughs> right? Not jumping around. I mean, it, it, they're just they're just wandering around having a good time, and then every once in a while they kill somebody, and right, then yeah. they go right back to just the normal uh, drama of life. And <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. It it's basically, at least in this first season of it. It's basically a slice of life anime, which is a genre of anime. Yeah, I mean, kind yeah, it is kind of. And I don't know. I mean, it's that that is an actual genre that is strangely popular. Yeah, I think I want to want to explore that because I seem to <laughs> to enjoy that sort of stuff in the anime. Right, you're you're always kind of more into the the, the right. just day to day life activities, yeah, type stuff. And, and I will say that in this particular series, that was the stuff that I liked the most, <laughs> <laughs> like the the killing and stuff. It was all right, but it was like relatively like uh, generic. Yeah, I don't know. You've seen it. Oh, right. this girl's she got the sniper rifle. Like, okay, take the shot. You know, like all right, I've seen it. It's kind of whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's all animated well enough, but eh, I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just kind of there. And so yeah, but then when when it has, like, the episode of the, the girl who, who stays home and she's, like, reading and I don't know. I yeah, was, like, way more interested in that than... Yeah, it's <laughs> it's focused correctly because, like, like you said, it's just, uh, they're just, they're just out killing people. And yeah. you've seen so many things like that, that. And it isn't really focused on that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just... A part of the background and yeah and it it adds weight to the rest of their lives because you for sure it's it's all interconnected for a reason and it makes sense you need the both parts to survive as a thing you couldn't just have the i mean i suppose you could have the slice of life and then you and, just know yeah. like oh and then they go out and kill people but it's nice <laughs> to see it you know right right and it's just it's so weird like the the action scenes are just not quite as casual as the sitting around the house talking scenes but they're no but they i know what you're saying they're just like they don't like emphasize it in this action pack no like, it's not cut for tension or anything it's right it's, it's just, just sort like, of things are happening and it's it's all engaging and, and it's done well but it's just it's definitely not cut for you know to get you excited and yeah like, it's like it's like not a, even trying to make that right. an exciting scene it's just like this is what happens yeah it's it's it, more realistic in that sort of way um as realistic as <laughs> 
a little girl with a fucking <laughs> submachine gun could be. But right. <laughs> I think they do a good a, a good job of like making you believe that it's possible. Like in the right. same way that that I don't want to keep bringing it back to Dark Tower, but in the same way that you believe, oh, they can shoot fast and they can do all this like supernatural kind of shit with the guns because of all this training that they've done in the same way right these cyborgs you know they're not just cyborgs they do a lot of training right there's there's a lot of training scenes in there which i enjoyed as a as a fan of training scenes in (laughs) in martial arts movies i enjoyed that the 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 girl who trains overnight (laughs) yeah just i've seen that before in other things i don't remember what but but it's a it's a thing that I enjoy. <laughs> so when when he gave her that order, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> he just walks away. She's going to be there all night. <laughs> Poor girl. And, of course, she was. But yeah. It's done well. Like, I mean, it's it's a thing that I've seen, but I don't mind seeing it again. Yeah. And it's 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 just kind of it's, – it's weird how, like – like it doesn't focus on the serious elements of it and yet they permeate everything that happens in it like you see everything through that lens of this kind of harsh life that they live right and yeah it's just kind of a a weird mood to it that you just don't see anywhere else yeah makes it makes it unique even when it's not doing anything unique it is like that. It is unique at the same time when it's not unique. That's a good way to, I mean, it. I just said in a more, uh, in a shittier way, what you just said. And that's a, a good example of the Silver Emulsion Podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll start with something elegant and drill it yeah, down yeah. until it's garbage and, just, and feed yeah. it to you. <laughs> But it is like that, and I had that sort of realization when I was watching it a number of times. Where it's just, I, I, I felt at times like, oh, this is really like unique, and it's doing its own thing. And then at the same time, I'd be like, that's oh, kind of generic. I don't know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And uh, thinking back on it, you know, it, it's it's kind of cool because of both of those things, and the way that it combines them and uses right. them and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I've seen this before and kind of that's right long enough ago that I hadn't really remembered anything specific about it. Just yeah. that, oh, it's about assassin girls, and I liked it. I don't remember yeah, okay. specifically why or what, but but you remember liking it. Yeah, so I remember it. I had a good time with it, and I, I still did. And I think kind of like going back, I think I, I've liked it because it's just different and so it, like it handles yeah. things differently it's it's a story told in a way that you don't really see too often if ever and yeah well i mean the assassin thing i don't know how many uh, tv shows there are about assassins in general probably there's probably a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah probably a know. lot yeah there's I mean. <laughs> probably a, a shitload but uh especially nowadays when you yeah fuck nowadays yeah where everything is kind of on the table you can do so much at least with in terms of TV american and, tv yeah. yeah but i mean i can think of several anime series that kind of 
fit into this line of uh, assassin characters yeah. doing stuff. So, but not slice of life. But not mixed with slice of life. No, it's it's this See, hybrid like, of I like these this two slice genres. Of life that, stuff. And you say that there's just straight up slice of life. Yeah, there's there's it's an entire genre of just people hanging out and doing totally everyday things. <laughs> See, that's I don't know. It seems very wholesome and and enjoyable to me. It just. Like at the same time, it seems like well, why would I watch that? But right, it, but I don't know. I, I feel like it would be fun. Have you seen these things, or it's just I've a, seen a few. Usually, they kind of bore me. Yeah, but uh, every once in a while, there's one that's sort of interesting, I guess. But is it a genre that has been around for decades, or is it more of a new thing? I, I think it's more of a new thing. Okay. Because I don't re- really recall it being around much in the 90s, but at the same time in the 90s, so few stuff got That's true, yeah, so. yeah. That's like with Hong Kong movies, I swear to God, <laughs> when I was first into Hong Kong movies, I felt like we watched all the movies. Like, <laughs> we saw every Hong Kong movie. And now as I, as I continue to explore, specifically in those, like, 80s and 90s years where the stuff that was available... The stuff that was made mm-hmm. <laughs> in that time that we theoretically should have had access to if we had access to everything. Like, right. man, there's just tons of, <laughs> hundreds of movies that we had no fucking clue about. And and right. that are like huge movies that are big movies to Hong Kong. And it's like, wow, <laughs> I didn't know shit. I just knew the tip of the iceberg and I thought it was the whole iceberg. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm sure anime is the same fucking way. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's just tons of shit that has yeah. escaped me over the years of right. just never getting released. And Maybe yeah. it's uh, accessible now. Maybe. Or I know that older anime tends not to get as much of a release. Yeah, fuck that shit. I don't, it's, a, like, it's the same thing with Hong Kong movies, but... Yeah, if, if it's more than like a decade old it tends to just not sell for shit when it comes out so they just don't tend to release older stuff that's, too often yeah see that's where is, and that's why i've really liked the eastern star stuff is that they yeah, they specifically that, yeah. have been releasing older uh, material than and i'm happy to to have that yeah well yeah you got to support it when they put it out so then they'll put out more hopefully right. and hopefully but what I was going to say is that's where um, having Hong Kong releases, they always have English subtitles because of the, the they were once under British rule. Right. <laughs> so there's a lot of English speakers where Japanese releases traditionally do not have English subtitles. Right. And when I think about, like, oh, if I had to restrict Hong Kong, like what I know of Hong Kong movies to just what had been released outside of hong kong man that's a <laughs> it's a far limited yeah yeah grouping of stuff like i'm so we're, you know as hong kong fan I'm just lucky that you can it, just buy shit from hong kong and it has subtitles yeah yeah for the most part it's very helpful yeah yeah the one the one thing that that doesn't always have subtitles is the tv series which mm. is unfortunate because i'm really like I'm starting to to get very uh, interested in them. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find some of them with the the subtitles. Mm. Uh, specifically, I'm interested because they adapt wuxia novels 
not as a two-hour movie, but as a like twenty-hour yeah. series that allows them to kind yeah, of do to, the whole novel, right? Instead of just little bits and pieces. Yeah, and, and so I'm kind of super interested in those, specifically yeah. like the '80s ones, and you know. Anyway, yeah. one of these things to explore. But, yeah, but uh, the, the Gunslinger Girls. Yeah, there's uh they're girls yeah gunsling and <laughs> it's got some weird just there's some weird heaviness to it at times where it's just like yeah but it's all stuff that like the show itself isn't putting it on you it's more just like you say it's your it's said with the uh, about how all it all intertwines in a way that like you can watch one episode on its own and it would make sense yeah most functional. of them have their own arc but yeah. taken all together it adds up to something more even though it doesn't have a straight up arc yeah no there's definitely there's a sense of uh i don't know about sense of completion but you definitely have a like you've been there's a journey that happens that's not an actual journey but sort of a mental journey or whatever right a more complete understanding yeah what's going on of who the characters are and stuff right and how they arrive at this moment at the end and stuff yeah, and it can be kind of like, like I think one of the earlier episodes was just kind of like, God damn, this is fucked up sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fucked up shit that happens. <laughs> and and I guess that's where it really is that there's so much fucked up shit, and yet it never feels like it's fucked up to the story. Like the story never like tells yeah. you this is fucked up. <laughs> Right. You just kind of that's you bringing it to the table yourself. It's that's true. It's it's always just very calm and mellow about everything, no matter how horrifying it is. Yes. And the, yeah, any horror you get out of it is your own reaction to it. Yeah. Rather than it telling right. you yeah, this is yeah. bad. It's just that you're a human being and you're going to feel emotion over this situation. Right. This is true. And even there's human, there's straight up humans because the, the, the girls have handlers that are they're adult males. Right. And they are 100% humans. But they're also, like, for the most part, kind of emotionless by, you know, they have to be in order to yeah, <laughs> involve like themselves in this sort of line of work. They're emotionless but very emotional at the same time. And some, like, they, yeah. they clear, like... And it, it like each one of them has their own. Right, it depends on the guy. Their own method of of dealing with things. And yeah, some of them are like like the Marco guy. He's clearly like very frustrated by everything, like, but doesn't really have a solution. And yeah, and you know the the main guy, Jose. He's you know he's very attached to the girl. He's he in is. charge of, and, and he's yeah he's more like he kind of lets her be a little girl or he wants to let her be a little right. girl he's, at times if he can yeah he's he's always trying to give her a, this normal-ish life yeah and, he like nurtures both sides where like there's other people that only nurture the cyborg side yeah and, like yeah uh, it's always kind of a degrees of that right so yeah and i mean and, and, and that's it definitely the, explores that as, yeah that's kind of what like certain episodes sort of go into oh now we're gonna 
explore this specific girl and and here's her little story and here's how she relates to her guy and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah i think there's there's one conversation in there it's fairly early on where it just kind of hits like all this like contrast of emotion and setting and situation and yeah how fucked up things can be where <laughs> you've you've got them they're sitting there talking about the one girl's like teddy bear collection and yeah okay they're like oh they got the teddy bears and they're named after the seven dwarves and they're just talking about this and then she's got these like period cramps where she's just in pain and yeah she's like oh god and she's she apparently has very rough periods and like and she's talking about and then she's just like oh yeah it's like I'm I'm fine with this because it means that I'm alive, and it's just like, and it's just that that line alone, like behind all of like it's never even brought up really in the show, but buried under that is this whole concept of yeah, these girls are only alive because of the yeah, that's this, true, this pure like crazy situation and uh, all all this suffering that they've gone through but they're still alive and they're still like yeah, they're yeah. and so it's just like even through all of this suffering it's still worth it to be alive kind of a thing and you're just like god damn that's heavy and then, <laughs> then freaking henrietta's is like oh i'm jealous they took out my uterus so i can't even feel that and i wish I could, and then and then behind that is her whole backstory which is probably the most fucked up of all of them yeah and yeah. just like god damn <laughs> yeah and then Rico comes in just dripping blood off her face and just like, hi, everybody. And she's all happy. And they're like, oh, Rico, you're bleeding. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I pissed off my boss, whatever. Like, you apparently beat the <laughs> shit out of her. And, and you're just like, god damn. Yeah, and it's all delivered very matter of fact. Yeah, you know, it's like in there's. In terms of the direction of the. Yeah, it, it, the it never imposes stuff. the emotion on you. It never. Right. It never gives you the emotion the way. Like, it's, it's not like this music score trying to manipulate right. your yeah. feelings there's it's just no like guiding at all here's yeah. what fucking happened and you yourself just look at it and go holy shit <laughs> yeah and that's cool i like stuff like that where it's more challenging the viewer to sort of uh come uh come to it with their own things you know that you got to meet it halfway sort of a thing uh you know it's, it's uh you don't want to be fed everything, you know? Like, right, like right. This, uh, it just kind of... Modern movies like to give you 100% of everything, and then you're just yeah. like to fucking veg out and <laughs> take it in. And and, and this one actually engages you more right. because of that, because you're right. sitting there going, oh, wow, what the hell does that mean? And it, Yeah, because you, you got to work for it, and it's uh, it's, yeah. it's challenging. That's it's good stuff. It's, yeah, and that was... Right in like I don't know maybe in the third episode fourth episode something yeah like I don't that know that's happened. right in the beginning though yeah but yeah but yeah there's a lot of <laughs> fucked up shit <laughs> yeah just how casually it goes about it yeah it's, I no I don't know I yeah not really adding I'm just like yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what to say. I don't know. It's just yeah. Uh, it it kind of just stands on its own as just a a thing that's yeah. You know, like the show. I don't want to guide the the listener of this podcast into feeling any one way. 
You're going to have to come to this podcast and decide on your own. <laughs> I, I will say that perhaps um, the first episode is pretty skippable. The first episode is skippable. In that the what second... What is the first episode? The first episode, they do recap that first scene yeah, in the second episode. They, I do remember that. like 90% of the first episode in really? the second. Like, it's just... Is the it second episode just... Hey, maybe that was just what I felt out of it. I felt like... Well, The second episode is just the first episode with a few extra scenes to... But isn't it done from a different perspective at some point? It, it's kind of. I mean, it's it's re-edited. It's not just a complete right. like it, it, and so it it gives you a little bit of a different perspective on it. But at the same time, so much of it is just literally just the exact same animation. Well, it's definitely the yeah the same animation and stuff. Like they're just they're throwing it together in a different order. Yeah, and I remember thinking when I saw it. Like, oh, isn't this the same scene I just watched? And then, like, okay, this is definitely the same scene I watched. Same thing. Okay, is this going to just be a thing in this series <laughs> where they're, like, reusing <laughs> action scenes? And, like, I got very discouraged. But then I remember at the end of that episode thinking, like, okay, I get why they did it. Yeah. I don't I mean, remember why I thought that, though. I mean, it, it's a different, it's a little bit of a different take on it. Yeah. And so I guess it's not, like, completely worthless or something, but it was just kind of like, oh, man, this is the exact same story. This it, It's it's yeah. not just using it as a flashback to uh, recap what was going on and then move forward. It just it kept going back to the same scenes that were right. in the first, first episode in just a different order. Yeah, I wish I could remember what, maybe I, a few, what I came to. but Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, I kind of came to the conclusion that it was just kind of doing the same thing. But I just feel, I don't know. I feel like if you just watched that second episode, it, I don't know. I, I Not remembering what was unique about each one, uh, it's, it's kind of hard to talk about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would make it difficult. What were, they, what were they called? The, f- um, the first episode. and you got those things there. Yeah, I got the episode list. So it's... Uh, Fratello was the first episode. That's right. They, they, yeah. Which is, and Orion. I'm not going to try and pronounce the Italian version of Orion because I don't oh. know that I'll do that any justice. Orion. Come on. <laughs> hey, come on. What do you want? Orione or something. I don't know. I don't oh. know if you pronounce Orione. it. Orione. <laughs> pronounce every vowel in Italian. I'm not sure. Yeah, fucking I don't know, but... <laughs> I'm going with Orione. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and yeah, I, I just kind of felt like the second episode had everything that the first episode was saying. But and more. then maybe a little tiny yeah. extra bit to clarify. All right. Well. And I do remember the first episode being very not chronological. Like it was very it was kind of disjointed and jumping about. Yeah, I had to restart the first episode a few times because it started and i'm like all right there's some terrorist thing and then we okay and then because i thought i don't know i thought it was a plot so i was like okay i really gotta like understand this (laughs) i gotta know what the hell is going on because if i i I got the feeling like because they were throwing out a bunch of jargon and stuff okay if i lose this (laughs) in the first episode i'm gonna be screwed (laughs) you know just 
by the second episode, I'm going to be lost. So I really got to get this down. And then I got it down, and then it was like, oh, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think the first episode kind of tricks you into that a bit. Uh, Yeah, it it starts off with a lot of stuff where I think, oh, shit, I'm going to have to know this. It seems... Like I said, like it's doing it out of order. It's doing it in this very confusing presentation of it too. It's not yeah. presented very clear cut. Well, and it presented me with all this information, and I feel like we're gonna do a podcast. There is a quiz after this. <laughs> you know, I do have to remember some of this shit. It's not like I'm just watching it, you know. So yeah. it, almost like with the review, where I feel like oh, I better fucking write some of this shit down because I'm gonna f- forget. <laughs> Right. I just had a speaking of uh, shit that I don't remember. <laughs> I just had a comment on one of my Shaw Brothers reviews, like, "Oh, you fucking explained the plot wrong. Like, someone, so and so didn't die at the beginning." That, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit!" And so I rewatched the the beginning of the movie, and like, the, yeah, they're totally right. <laughs> so I had to change the beginning of that review. Oh, man. It was something that didn't really matter to the like. Uh, I was just trying to show a setup of the, of the review mm-hmm. for the, like I, you generally when I write a review, I write the setup of the movie so that I can kind of write from a place of like people understand what the premise is. Right. And so part of that premise was that some of these parents of these kids had died. And so I said that three of the parents had died and only two of them had died. So it didn't really matter. And I just had to rewrite a couple of things, but I don't know. They <laughs> got some real sticklers out there. <laughs> and, you know, I, mean, I get it, but. Yeah, I was like, his shirt was blue, not green. No, I mean, it, it, about? it should be right. No. And I yeah. corrected yeah. it. And I, I uh, it is a better review for being better, for being right. Right, right. I, I had the opportunity to correct it, but. I yeah, so there, there is definitely out in the world at large, maybe not specifically <laughs> there, but a, a yeah. tendency to correct little minor points. And yeah. Things. So anyway, I thought, yeah, I, I thought, fuck, I got to get this down. <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't matter. Yeah, it was, it was. But here it is, the first episode and the second episode. Now I need to know the specifics and I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it yeah, did so it, matter. It, it, <laughs> just uh didn't pan out somehow the yeah it was uh getting a little foggy since it's been like a week of spreading this series out but yeah did you did you binge them or no i, I spread them out i i managed a good two a day for managed to keep to that pretty yeah, that's, well that's pretty much what i did i think that i had one day where i i did one and then i did three the next day or something like that but I don't remember. No, I watched one. I watched one today, and that it, anyway, it worked out where I I fucked up on one day, but it, I had today and to watch one. So yeah, yeah, which makes no of. sense to the listener, but I don't. You know. <laughs> no, I, I think that kind of happened to me too. Where I went by doing, oh fuck, I didn't watch that today. I yeah, know, I'll, I'll, I'll I was very down. happy to do just do this first season. I mean, this is kind of a new thing. Yeah, we're just kind of trying this out. To... And uh, it was it was nice, I gotta <laughs> say, because it's uh, I have a hard enough time remembering thirteen episodes, <laughs> especially because they're not related by story. But right, right. But the uh, fuck, if we had done all of them, I mean, there's another thirteen plus some OVAs and. There's no fucking way. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will say, if I remember correctly, which 
my memories being shit may not. Yeah. But, um, I rem- the, I think the second season has more of a defined arc. Okay. It was more like the first season is just kind of exploring the setting and yeah. the characters, and then the second season takes that and does something, does an actual I, story. I wondered it. if it if it did that, in part because of the way that Reader Die was, where right, that first right. part was like slice or li- slice of life, and then the second part was more like okay, now let's go action heavy and take these. Uh, slice of life characters on a journey yeah and i've i've grown to like like that style of of approach or that approach to yeah things of warming you up to it and then suddenly hitting the gas and taking you for a ride with yeah the- i like it i in terms of movies or stuff books whatever i generally like being dropped into something in the middle and just fucking going that's one of the things that I like about Phil Dick, where he just drops mm. you in the middle of this weird fucking sci-fi world, and you got to figure it out. Um, but uh, in terms of anime, it's kind of too much for me. <laughs> if, it, if they just <laughs> drop me in there, I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? <laughs> Who's a cyborg? <laughs> it's uh, it's generally too much, so I, I prefer this. I mean, and I get the slice of life. So <laughs> yeah, uh, it kind of. Um reminds me of and not that i've read the stand but yeah you saw the miniseries yeah yeah, i've seen the miniseries and the way people described the book is that every chapter introduces a new character at least for the first half of the book or so yeah i don't know about the first half but but uh it like it for starts a while off just there. like here's a new character here's a new character here's a new character kind of and then they yeah. all kind of start intertwining in some way Kind of, yeah, I mean, there, there's, that's, I mean, that's a, a I guess you, that's a good general description of how Oversimplification it's, how of it's it. built. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's basically, yeah, each character has its own thing at the beginning, and, and, and they start threading, they together. come together in groups, and then eventually the groups, like about the midway point, the groups all converge into one large group mm-hmm. and then that large group then must uh go and and uh, attack or not attack but uh, randall flag because there's the good people and the bad people and so right. though all of those characters are all introduced as singular things and then eventually come together as groups and then each come to their own camps of mm-hmm. good and evil so yeah I, yeah and i I kind of feel like that's what this is doing here too, where you've got the first couple episodes yeah. are setting up Henrietta and her right, 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 right. her crazy situation. Then you have Triella set up in the next episode, and then you have Rico set up in the next episode, and like every episode is just kind of like taking one of the girls and yeah, and not that they aren't around in the other episodes, but they're not the focus right you learn each little story as yeah. the episodes go on and then towards the end it's like now we're using all the girls doing yeah, this and that yeah. and, and even then it still kind of focuses on individuals it does it and, does yeah yeah like that one girl with the uh with the asshole guy yeah yeah elza yeah i don't remember names so. yeah the, she had like she was there for like three episodes if she that. was yeah <laughs> 
I like that that little story arc quite a bit. I don't know if it's because it's super fucking dark <laughs> or what, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> and, uh, I liked that one. And how it just contrasts so heavily with Henrietta and Jose and their relationship. Yeah, and, and I liked the fact that, that Henrietta is the one who figures it out because, and right. like how she figures out what happened with her, with the girl because, like, I don't because she's like her ability to understand and be a little girl has been nurtured. So then she's able to like understand the emotions right. of this situation and stuff where the other ones are maybe a little more colder. Mm-hmm. Not that they're like trying to figure it out, but. Right. I don't know. I liked it. I, I kind of got the feeling that Henrietta just knew the whole time. Like, as oh, soon as okay. she heard, like, she just understood it right away. It seemed like there was a moment there where she kind of, it kind of clicked. Yeah. But uh, perhaps not. I'm not always the most uh, keen observer in certain situations <clears throat> like this. Yeah, I'm not sure. And it's not explicitly stated, I don't think. But it's no. just kind of like, I just kind of had this feeling that. She just kind of knew what was up. She and... fucking knows. <laughs> <laughs> talking to your TV. <laughs> uh, <coughs> now I'm thinking about the stand. I don't know. Yeah. Stephen King's a slippery slope with yeah. me. <laughs> Shouldn't have brought that <laughs> up. Fucking brain starts going, man. I don't know. But, yeah, there's... But yeah, it does seem to be a thing with uh, anime where the first half of it is setting something up or yeah. dealing with it in a certain way. And then the second half of it goes in a completely different direction. In terms of, um, of one season shows or two season or just um, everything? I've I've mostly been noticing it in two season or longer. Okay. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Steins Gate did that, and that was that was a two season. Steins Gate, the the series with weird punctuation in the title, right, right. <laughs> that, that I know nothing that, about. That guy likes weird that. punctuation in his titles. He's done several things, and they've always got a semicolon buried in the title oh, okay, for weird. no real reason. <laughs> it's always a semicolon, though. I think it's always a semicolon. All right. Well, maybe There's the guy doesn't like weird punctuation. He just likes he, semicolons. He just thinks that semicolon is awesome. And you know, I as time has gone on. I, when I was a kid, learning grammar, I never really got the semicolon. I thought it was kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to use it. I'm scared of it. <laughs> <laughs> and as time has gone on, I've really come to an understanding with the semicolon, and I've I, I've come to like it. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm like that too. I don't think I ever used it as a kid. I never really knew what it was. Nobody ever explained it. Yeah. And yet there it is on the keyboard in like this very prominent position. <laughs> like it's right next to the letters. Yeah, and it's you have to hold shift to use an actual colon, but yeah, who yeah. the hell uses a semicolon ever? Why is the semicolon right? But it is a very useful thing. It's yeah. part, it's a you know like any function of of English grammar. It is a yeah, you just kind of usable thing. You just got to know what it actually does. Yeah, what really what really o- unlocked the semicolon for me was starting to read Clive Barker, because mm. uh, uh, he likes the semicolon (laughs) and so i think it's more noticeable in the early stuff i i mean he he probably still does it as much but i don't know that 
Like, I expect it so it's not as noticeable. But the first novel that he wrote, The Damnation Game, that thing is, like, I mean, chock full of it. And and when I first started reading it, I was just like, Jesus Christ, Clive. (laughs) (laughs) Kula with these fucking semicolons. And then I started to, like, I mean, I, I read that when I... I it was right when I was moving up here, so like I was already writing on on for Silver Emulsion, and, and mm-hmm. so I was already like trying to become a better uh, writer in terms of just uh, sentence structure and things. Right. And so then I started questioning it, like, well, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe these are you know, w- what is the purpose that, that he's trying to do with these semicolons? And I sort of sort of unlocked the semicolon via that method and so by the end of that book i was just like holy shit semicolons are awesome (laughs) man that's some fucking nerd talk (laughs) Uh, i I should read that because i've 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 grown fond of the semicolon myself yeah Uh, that's that's uh that's uh, if i think you would like that that's probably one of his most that's the first novel that he wrote so it's right at the beginning mm -hmm. of his like he 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 kind of starts with the most horrific things he wrote which are still like super <laughs> like atypical horror where there's lots of weird fantasy and lots of all kinds of stuff and then he sort of goes from the most horrific shit and he sort of sort of works away from that to more fantastical shit mm-hmm. um and then sort of starts blending them down the road but but I mean, they're always blended, but I don't know. It's hard to describe. Anyway, so Damnation Game is like super horror with really graphic depictions of violence and gore and, and like horrific shit. But it's also really super imaginative fantasy gore and horror. So mm-hmm. I think you would like it. Hmm. Yeah. And there's like tons of shit in that. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not, uh, like a traditional horror book by any means it's not like oh this is a ghost story book and there's some creepy crawlies in this one (laughs) it's a lot of really cool crazy weird shit in that book um like any clive barker book sounds interesting yeah it's cool it's a good one uh fucking i don't know gunslinger growing do we have anything else about this I'm sure you have some things up your sleeve. Um, so uh, we got the the translations of the episodes were a bit odd at times. Because the, they, they throw the title cards up there in the they translation. They throw the titles up, and they're in they're in Japanese, Japanese and Italian and Italian. And, and I, then the subtitle shows English. Yeah, and I have a feeling the subtitles. We're translating the Japanese. Oh, that would make sense. I didn't even think about that. And the DVD case here appears to be translating the Italian. Oh, shit. And so they're actually kind of different from yeah. what it shows on, on the screen and what the DVD case is actually doing a direct okay. English translation. Yeah, I looked at some stuff online, mm. and the translation was different than the one that was on the on the screen during yeah. the subtitles. Either that or the subtitle translation is just freaking bizarre for just no reason. wrong, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always a possibility, I guess. Because, and I'm thinking, like, with that first episode of Fratello, 
that's I believe what the the subtitles call it brother and sister or something. Yeah. Whereas this just calls it siblings. Yeah. Which that's semantics. That's not yeah, really Yeah, I could see that being translated kind of both ways. Right. Depending on the way cuz like brother and sister might be the way that it's just uh literally written in Japanese, but right, it right. also means siblings the word you know like i don't know i could see that and but to a more interesting one is uh let's see episode six here is gelato yeah which i know it's an italian ice cream version or whatever yeah it's a kind of an ice cream kind of thing that yeah i've had before but um the way it translates it here on the dvd case is frozen which is probably just what the word in Italian simply means, I would guess. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Maybe. It might just be a direct translation of the word. Um, I always but, thought of it as... Uh, I, I've i never had it. I know it's like a ice cream that has less fat or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's some construction of it that's different, but it's similar. Right. Um, but uh, it always makes me think, the word always makes me think of gelatin. So then it, immediately I think of jello. <laughs> and I know it's not that. But when I was a kid and I didn't know what gelato was, I thought, like, oh, I guess it's a jello. I don't know, some kind of Italian jello. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, to call it frozen, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure on that exactly. I'm, as I mentioned before, not very knowledgeable about Italian, but. Um, the subtitles say that epi- call that episode reward, which is interesting. Yeah, and well, she gets the uh, she gets the gelato as a reward at the end of that episode. The girl that in that episode, that's yeah, the, the reward she gets after doing a job well done. Right. Is, oh, here's some here's some ice cream for you. And yeah, well, and so like, she's like rewards. Hmm. So I mean, it could that, be like a treat. Like we think yeah, of it as yeah. treat, not necessarily reward. So is it a weird translation of Yeah, so like that, that that is or? the probably the episode that made me really think, oh wow, well, that must be like the Japanese must not be an exact reflection of the Italian and the well, subtitles are probably translating the Japanese. Gelato is there a Japanese word for gelato or a character for gelato? Probably not. Probably not. So I mean, even ice, do, do they have, like, traditionally, is there traditional Japanese ice cream? I kind of don't think so. I Usually, don't. I think when I've heard them talk about ice cream in Japanese, when the word they are speaking is ice. Oh, they just call okay. it ice. The okay. English word is used huh. for... Because I know they have the, the mochi, which is like a gelatin thing, mm-hmm. an actual, like, weird sort of... I mean, it, I don't know how to describe it. it it's a thing and i know they have that which is a dessert um and it's not the same but it's right it's a similar sort of thing right but so, uh, yeah i don't know yeah so it's uh there's just some weird little translational oddities yeah those are titles. always fun um there's there's the other one of uh il principe de regno della pasta <laughs> Which I probably horrifically mispronounced there. I don't know. I thought you were fluent there. <laughs> you could have fooled me. <laughs> but the Prince of the Kingdom of Pasta. Okay. Which well, uh, that's that little story. That, that was a little yeah. story that little 
uh, Prince Pasta or whatever. Yeah, and, and Princess Pizza, which I, I thought <laughs> was fun. <laughs> they were like, oh, we need a princess. A princess Pizza. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> pizza and pasta, yeah. And that episode, I think in the subtitles, it just called it Fairy Tale. Mm, okay. And which was interesting as well in that um, this story was one that they is a fictional story not in that it is a story of fiction but that they created this story right for that episode yeah and not only for that episode but the characters in the episode specifically create right. that story right, right, to right. tell this little girl a little fairy tale yeah so that was another interesting little moment of so subtitles said fairy tale what is the the prince of the kingdom of pasta which oh, is the just, actual just title of that, that story okay, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, just some weird little uh, oddity. I yeah, don't know that it probably means anything specifically. Just just, uh, the way to write that in Japanese is probably clunky. Convoluted, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say... <laughs> I just had a moment where I thought... Because I said, oh, I guess you could say... And then I had a moment where I thought, like, what if I just blasted out, like fluent Japanese <laughs> and just blew Steven's mind. <laughs> but I don't know Japanese, so I can't do that. But <laughs> but um, Prince of the, what is it? Prince of the, the Kingdom of Pasta. Kingdom of yeah. Pasta. So like, there's got to be a word for prince and kingdom, but pasta, right. there's definitely a word for noodles because noodles are a thing in right, Asian right. culture, obviously. <clears throat> Um, but it probably just doesn't <laughs> probably sounds fucking weird or however the Japanese language is constructed. It just, maybe it'd be like this big long thing, you know? Like, right. <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> just, it's a fairy tale. Fuck it. <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting though. Yeah. I think those were the main ones that were like just weirdly different. Like the other ones are just kind of. They're more similar. Yeah. 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 The last episode is Stella Cadente, which they have, oh Stella Cadente, <laughs> which they uh, have a falling star here, but it's shooting star in the subtitles, which is, and that's the episode where they go out and watch the meteor shower. Yeah. yeah. Stella. Stella. Stellar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that is related. Since yeah, it's gotta a, be. Yeah. Cadente. What is cadente? Must be uh, falling or shooting. It must be. Much. I don't know. Yeah, because because I know that al dente, it, when you cook pasta, al dente, it means it's firm still, mm. firm but not hard. But I don't know. But yeah, uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm sure Stella is the star. Yeah, well, it's got to be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's cadente. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of Italian in music too, like fortissimo, but I don't know what they mean. Oh, right, right, <laughs> you know, right. but there's also. Mezzoforte. <laughs> I got it. Oh, <laughs> I just fucking over here making myself laugh. <laughs> hey, you gotta have fun with it, right? Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> if I don't do that, I'm just gonna be over here fucking bawling in the corner all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I like the dark stories. I'm a I'm a dark character myself. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're like the gunslinger girls. Yes, yes. If only I could uh, cyborg myself out and sort yeah. of, 
you know get rid of the yeah injuries and pain yes reconstruct myself with cyborg cybernetic things you know speaking of cybernetics (laughs) (laughs) there was a point where where my my spine's fucked up so there was a point where they thought like oh shit you're gonna have to have back surgery so they sent me to this spinal surgeon so before i went there i was researching this guy and and uh sort of looking into what he does and stuff and i saw on his website he had this video about this technique that he had he had sort of pioneered about like uh something about i don't remember the thing because this was a number of years ago but it was something about like how they have an artificial disc that they can insert in between the two vertebrae of your spine and then they kind of fill it up and the way that it works is it like basically works like a regular disc and the way that they like explain the surgery they have to fucking like drill into each vertebrae and put all these fucking pins and Mm. screws and shit and all this thing and they have to like flatten out the fucking vertebrae it was just super advanced like surgery and i just remember thinking like god damn this dude's making fucking cyborgs (laughs) this is crazy (laughs) and so then i went there and and like i wasn't at that point and so i didn't need surgery but Hmm. i just remember thinking like holy fuck am i gonna become a cyborg (laughs) man i'm gonna be a cybernetic organism i'm one step closer to being the terminator pretty soon i'm gonna have that eye thing with you know i'm gonna like look at the clothes on the rack and be like nope not gonna fit (laughs) oh man uh that would be handy it would be handy you don't have to try anything on you just be like yep okay sounds good (laughs) (laughs) i need your clothes your shoes your motorcycle Fucking Arnold. What a great guy. You know, Gunslinger Girl. Could have used some Arnold. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. Where, where do you see Arnold in this? As a, I could see him as a handler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, you know, he, he did kindergarten cop. He could totally... Uh, yeah, could totally, I could see... Because, uh, you know, he's... Uh, yeah, just He's got like, the Austrian accent. I could see him as one, uh, as right, the, like right, a mean yeah. guy or something. Yeah, he would fit perfectly with that. You know, I just have like you know, John Matrix gets uh, hired <laughs> by this company uh, or this <laughs> department after he yeah. uh, retires from yeah. his special forces duty. And right, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I liked how how the uh, there was like section two was the gunslinger girls. And they were kind of their own thing, and they were operating under their own thing. And then Section 1, it seemed like they didn't really know everything that was going on in Section 2, and they were right. kind of, like, wary, and they were kind of at odds. And yeah, so they seemed like just that. the... Yeah, they're, they're, like, just the more traditional special yeah, they were just, people. Yeah, and they're kind of like... What's the what is up with this fucking crazy like cyborg girl department? What right. is going on? <laughs> like they're going hardcore weird over there. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I don't want to be a part of this. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. I like that little interplay between them and the weird guys and the, mm-hmm. the not so weird guys. I don't know. 
feel like I'm pretty tapped out. Yeah, it's uh, it kind of is what it is. It's, yeah. Uh, so you saw it before. You liked it. You liked it this time yeah. as well. Yeah. I if still you, think it's pretty good. Think you liked it more? Or? I don't know. Probably about the same. About the same. Going off of my bleary, <laughs> yes. half gone memories of right. I had fun with it. That's where where like um, I used to write stuff down, but now there's a website called Letterbox where I do it with the movies, where I rate movies, mm-hmm. and then I can go back and be like, oh shit, I gave this four stars, and I'm giving it four stars now. Apparently, I thought about the same. <laughs> and so there's website like like that for anime. So yeah, yeah maybe I should do perhaps. Uh, yeah, there, there's occasionally been things I've like I I try to get on netflix and i go oh i've already rated this oh, okay. <laughs> like, i guess i kind of liked that one all right i don't remember a damn thing but... oh okay yeah netflix is a good example of that i used to use that for that and mm-hmm. uh um what was i gonna anime there's i know there's a website like that because i started doing it at some point and then i stopped because i found another one that there's a website called track tv that i use that does TV shows and movies, and they also mm. have anime. Like they have everything, basically. So um, I'm able to cover it all for you. Yeah, I don't know why, but I'm kind of obsessive about like keeping these uh, sort of notes and get stats. Basically, I like stats, so <laughs> <laughs> I get stats. And like Letterbox is fun because it it shows me how many things from Hong Kong I've watched and. Mm breaks it down stuff like you. that yeah and it's all based upon the 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 free user uh user controlled database the movie database not imdb so mm. like if i see something that's wrong or like oh this movie doesn't say it's from hong kong like i can just go change it and add it in mm. i mean theoretically i can do that on imdb too but it's a lot easier on tm db <laughs> it sounds weird saying something that's not imdb yeah but yeah maybe maybe uh cataloging your watches or something like that to help you remember right oh that's what i was gonna say with the reviews you wrote reviews of all these movies right, right. anime movies and then uh watch them again and you have that to go back on right right it's always do, do you ever reread those after you yeah, watch something again? Yeah, I usually do just to kind of what did I think about this and and sometimes I go, "Oh, yeah. That's a little uh different or this is Yeah. Uh, yeah, I still feel the same or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I like that. It's it's interesting to go back sometimes and compare that. Yeah. It's fun sometimes you see like, "Huh, this guy knows what he's talking about." <laughs> <laughs> and then other times you're like, "What the f- fuck wow i really missed it on that one <laughs> this is great i thought it was shit before <laughs> i enjoy that yeah i don't think i've run into too much of that but oh. usually i'm kind of in agreement but i'm more extreme than i guess sometimes i really miss the fucking ball and... yeah and I, I think the one that uh i came closest to on that was um crap what was it called the it's one of the satoshi cone ones of uh oh like uh, paprika or whatever yeah, it was, that one, yeah, the first time I saw that was way before I was even doing reviews, and that one kind of threw me, but that one had a lot of weird situational stuff going on and getting a 
getting it to even run. It was some kind of oh wow, and getting it to run. What'd you do? Yeah, I, rent the fucking thirty-five millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I gotta find a projector and I gotta figure yeah, out how weird. to project. I don't things. know why, but like every DVD player in the ha- every device that could play a DVD, every computer, every yeah. whatever I had, just would not play the disc. Huh. And like, was it from Netflix? Yeah. It, um, like it right when it up. came out, it was like oh, brand, was brand new. And when I looked at it, like there was not a scratch on that disc because huh. I I rented it when that movie first came out on DVD. Oh, so wow. it, it like maybe a couple people had watched it before me on that. Yeah. One. So it was it was brand new. And it just it, I think it was something to do with the copy protection on it. Um. Was just some or something to do with the formatting or something was just yeah. fucking with like because because it was a brand new DVD, it was using yeah, something yeah. new that yeah, they older update. players just couldn't fucking handle. Yeah, they do that. They update the uh, the uh, the copy protection over time, and yeah. that's the kind of the thing with Blu-ray is that you could download firmware for your Blu-ray player to update to be able to play the new things. Mm, it's right. more aggressive on Blu-rays because it's uh, they they were really trying to like control the the code or whatever to have him not be able to be ripped and stuff of course it was <laughs> broken time, easily yeah. yeah i mean when it first came out it was it was very hard to rip one you had to like you had to get the specific key that was uh i read all about this i was very interested in it. i don't know why but i <laughs> Anyway, it, there was like a unique key to each fucking Blu-ray that you had to have in order to unlock it, in order to rip it out onto a hard drive. And so oh, there wow. was like websites where, that had these databases and stuff. And now it's like you don't need that. They can generate them and whatever. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So for some reason, Paprika just wasn't working. Yeah. And I had to uh, – I was getting really just pissed off at it just for – not working and yeah i had to wind up watching it in like the family room my family's running in and out of the room doing oh, all sorts okay. of shit all day and cooking and crap and it was the only place i could watch it and you know <laughs> it was like i gotta send this back sometime i yeah, got right, so i right. kind of like was feeling this like time limit i'd already had it for a few days trying to get it to work in various yeah. places i'm like okay if it works here it Finally, like this is the only place it works. I have to watch it, watch it here. And Watching it all fucking arms crossed. Yeah, so I, I was just in a pissy <laughs> mood when that had happened. When I watched it and okay. was just in a mood of just get it fucking watched and get it fucking back so I can get the next fucking disc. But and, you saw it again and and it worked this and, time. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I wound up buying it eventually. But so, so you I bought actually, it. I actually own a DVD of it that it's works same, fine. Same disc, probably. Same same release. I, I, I imagine say. so. It might have maybe it was a later release or oh, something, okay. or a, another print run of it or something. Okay, because I wondered like. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess uh, my newer uh, players worked fine on it, so I don't know. Hmm, okay. I, I I don't know. It was I don't know what was going on with it, but it just uh, yeah. That first time I watched it, just really situations that had nothing to do with the quality of the movie were yeah severely impacting my enjoyment of the movie and so i wound up really not caring for it but also feeling like i just didn't give it a shot yeah and so that yeah. happened a similar not a similar thing but a, a, a similar hurdles to watching when i tried to watch Eraserhead, the fucking dvd has there was no way for me to tell which one was 
the selected thing and which one was not the selected thing and it was it was only two and i swear to god i tried both and they both fucking were wrong (laughs) because i was in this loop for probably 15 minutes trying to figure it out and i kept hitting what i thought was like okay this has got to be the right one and it would go to the wrong thing it would go to like the fucking extra features or whatever and it was so it was so crazy and I, at first i was mad and then i it, i trans, transcended my anger into just like this is fucking brilliant <laughs> this is the most like incredible shit i this is like the dvd is it the menu is its own fucking like surreal experience <laughs> this is crazy <laughs> And so I don't know, because at some point I hit it and it worked after like 15 minutes. So I don't know. I've never watched it since. So I don't know if it's just I was dumb and I just kept hitting the same thing over and over thinking that I was hitting a different thing or if if it was actually like by design. I don't know. So I guess uh, I'll find out at some point. <laughs> Someday. Although I don't know if I'll find out because it's been re-released by Criterion now. Has it been? I don't know. I know it's been rumored, but I don't know. I think it's been re-released since then. So uh, I don't know that it would be the same DVD. But hmm. anyway, it's a fucking, it's, it's, I'll never forget it. It was, you know, so I was mad, but yet it's uh unforgettable (laughs) (laughs) a special moment of yeah and yeah i don't know yeah uh nothing like this on the the, on gunslinger girl dvd though although i do have to say i don't like the dvd so that when you hit like i want to play this episode and then it just like drops you into playing all of the episodes oh mm. that kind of bothers me Want it to kick it back, kick you back to the menu when it's yeah. Done. I yeah. would like to go back to the menu and then select. Let's okay. Let's select the next episode. Mm. I don't like the because it's it's inspires the binge watching. It's the thing right, of like, right, right, right. oh, you want to watch this episode? Okay, here's two and a half hours of all seven episodes. Like, no, no I don't. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and I'm fine. You know, I stop it. I'm not like. Like, well, it started. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> like, I can't do anything about it now. I mean, right. I, I'm not going to That eject that. button doesn't exist. It's still playing. <laughs> but uh, I just, I don't, I I like things to uh, respect the the episode as, it's, as a thing, you know? Yeah. And for a series like this, that really, where every episode is kind of its own thing. Right. And, and I was getting confused because at the I was getting confused on what the episodes were called because it shows at the beginning of the episode the title but then right before the beginning of the next episode so at the end of one episode it would show the next episode's title right right as like a teaser yeah but I didn't get uh... that it was a teaser until like way fucking later yeah it was kind of weird it's like instead of having like the next episode we're gonna do that it just shows the title of the next episode yeah and then starts the next episode and it was just kind of weird and so like i didn't get that it was doing that until like probably six or seven in where i figured it out like oh okay it's if that's the next episode thing 
Yeah. And I don't I don't generally like when they show next episode footage because I don't watch it anyway. So right. I appreciated the the brevity of that, but it would have been nice to let me I mean, I don't know, fuck it. I like being challenged. <laughs> I was challenged to figure it out, and I figured it out. So, fucking mission accomplished. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, fucking hey, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll watch the uh, the second season at some point. Yeah. It's, uh, first season is a okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. I. I I liked it. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued by more uh, slice of life things, though. <laughs> I don't know what what's out there. I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm not super familiar with the stuff that's out there. Yeah. The the one I know of, I think it it got an anime. I've seen the manga of it, but it's called Aria. Aria. Another musical term for you, but oh yes, 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 Aria. But, I was think you say Aria. I was thinking Game of Thrones. So oh oh no no. Not not that Arya, but um, not sure what the music has to do with anything. Yeah. Other than I think it was just the name of the main character. I think. Oh okay. Well, um, Arya is like a thing in opera, so right, maybe, right. Maybe there's opera scores. Yeah, there like that. there might be some connection that I'm just yeah not familiar with because I didn't look too much into well, it. But it's a uh, it's a story about a a, a girl who uh, gets a job as a tour guide on Mars. Okay. And so she's just uh, kind of showing people around town on Mars. Well, see, that sounds fucking great. <laughs> so there you go. You know what I say to that? <laughs> Get your ass to Mars. <laughs> Why are we not getting our asses to Mars? I don't know. That sounds fucking awesome. Is there an anime of this? We I, I think out. there is. I think there is an anime of it. Slice now. of Life plus plus Mars. Yeah, yeah. Come that, on, that's man. that's why I'm kind of suggesting that one to you. That one seems like it would fit into your uh, yeah, sensibilities that is, that is right in my wheelhouse yes <laughs> yes of course <laughs> we got to do that um i always imagined it being sort of normal like slice of life with you know life <laughs> regular yeah, life usually it is okay and that, that's kind of why i went to that one specifically yeah. because that one went and said okay let's have totally normal everyday nothing special on Mars, yeah, right. <laughs> it was like, which is kind of uh, counterintuitive of yeah. trying to do something fun. not special somewhere special, but yeah, that uh, that's kind of what Gunslinger Girls is doing. Yeah, it's, doing it's like something... normal life girls, but they're all like <laughs> dark yeah, they... fucking <laughs> assassins <laughs> yeah. and shit with fucked up pasts and stuff. Right. <laughs> oh man. That's what I was going to say with the, uh... oh, fuck, I forgot again. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's what it was. At the end, they're singing Beethoven's Ninth Ode to Joy. Right. And right. Uh, the one girl starts humming the thing. She's like, oh, like this, you know. Da, 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 da. And then the other girl's like, no, like this. And she starts singing it, starts in German, it out. Yeah. In fucking German. And then and then the, the other girl's like, oh yeah, okay. And then she just starts singing along in German. Like like it's just like a normal thing that they just know the fucking German lyrics. But I thought of it to to mention it and then while I, I forgot about it. 
And then when it came back around, I thought, they're cyborgs. <laughs> <laughs> like, they just had it fucking, they just accessed that, you know, they had it downloaded or whatever. Yeah, like, or should... perhaps they're connected to the internet and they just, yeah. she's like, okay, yeah. And she just downloaded Download the, the lyrics fucking and just the German it, lyrics. Like, Google search, what are the lyrics to Ode of Joy? Right, right. Here we are. I don't know. I enjoy it. I, I like Beethoven, so it was nice yeah. to have a little little Beethoven at the end there. Yeah. And a uh, nice little thing, just kind of, uh, yeah, just kind of this whole enjoy life even when it's fucked up. Right, right. right. And that, that could kind of right at that conversation at the beginning where she's sitting there just cramping up with, with uh, and just like, oh, this is fine because I'm alive. Yeah. And, and it's like you got to got to enjoy the life as, that you've got and you do whatever because, you can get yeah. out of it because yeah. it's it's all the life you're going to get and it's better make than it as the, good as you can better than the alternative yeah you know, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you got to keep moving forward yeah and that that if anything seems to be the main theme of the story is that as screwed up as shit can be just you got to keep going you yeah. got to keep living uh, yeah i can i can get down with that for sure so uh guess we'll uh end on that little happy little note <laughs> as we uh jump away <laughs> happily like the girls of gunslinger girl um and uh adios yeah see ya I could say Arrivederci, but I'm not going to. Uh, uh, there, there you go. <laughs> I had a feeling you were trying to come up with the the Italian goodbye, but no. But I, I said it. Uh, I don't know in the last one, the one before, one of these ones. I was talking about Italian. I don't know. Anyway, I still say adios. <laughs> <laughs>